Hello, you little rocklets, and welcome to episode 51 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my glowing blogging partner, Renee. Hi. And our adventurous producer, Carrie. Hello. How are you guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Kind of hanging out. It's a nice day outside, and that's Glad perfect it's not raining. It is, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, heat goes it's on. It's rained almost every day on my week off. Yeah. So I was like, it's it's nice to have a day that's not. Yeah. Heat goes on, heat goes off. Yes. Heat goes on, heat goes off. <laughs> yes, you should listen to yesterday's Girls Bear Sports to get that reference. Yes, yeah. Call yeah. back to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which I listened to this morning on my brand new phone. Oh, so. how did it sound on your brand new phone? It sounded the same as okay. it usually does. As, as, no, as long as it sounded same and not yeah. like not like worse. Or... It sounded like complete and utter brilliance. <laughs> you thought I was going to say garbage. Hey, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> got him. I got really. I was. I was. I was just tired last night, and there wasn't anything super egregious. I think I had to like I edited just a touch, and there was a point where I think I was like forty minutes in, and I was just like fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, cut the gap at the beginning, upload done. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I well, just, you know that's more than we do because we don't edit it. You do. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness somebody edits us. We yes. probably need it a lot. Well, last time we were here, we celebrated a pretty large milestone. We hit our 50th episode. Yes, we do. I hate to keep just uh, beating that to death, but it's pretty big. It is a, a that, that is a, it actually really is a big, a big achievement. It's a, it's a big deal to Considering us. Yeah. how many podcasts are started like a day, um, I, I used to know the statistic, but I don't don't know the statistic off the top of my head right now. But you know, there's there's a ton of podcasts that are started every day, and especially last year with 2020, and people didn't have anything to do, sure. and that's that's why it was so hard to get microphones and and that kind of thing. And uh, you know, the fact that you all have didn't have pod pod fade at 10 episodes, mm-hmm. and you know, because that's what a lot of people do. They start it and they're like oh I either I, I don't have time or I'm bored or or you know I'm not getting listens or, or whatever um, and then they just quit so yeah that's a testament to y'all's y'all's stick to it yes. yes I mean we don't have the most listeners in the world but when people out there that listen to us every episode and that's that's gonna be evidenced later on and you know what? Yes. We love spending time with each other, and we love eating good food. And that's 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 what that that's the thing about it is. I mean, you know, you're not starting it to get super famous. If you are, you're gonna end up being really yes. disappointed really quickly, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody starts it because they want to have it's it's something fun to do. And yeah. you know, I mean, look at all the stuff, the cool stuff that we've gotten to try, and yeah. a lot we've of the, the really fun cool foods, and met a lot of neat people. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that I think that's the more value than than getting a bazillion listens or something yes. like that. So agreed, agreed for sure. Well, thank you to everyone who listens and continues to listen and tell all your friends about us because maybe one day we do want to be famous. I mean, I don't know about these two, but I could really take it or leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm just uh, full of them today, apparently. Um, We've got a lot of really fun stuff to talk about today, but first, if you work in the restaurant industry or have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY or send us an email where HungryNKY at gmail.com. 
You can also we can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls too if you're not local and you want to be on with us, but not Zoom. No, Zoom. I've been on Zoom enough the past two days, and it's only going to get worse. I'll it, just tell you what. And you know what? So I had a I had a Zoom meeting yesterday. And I actually um, went to campus today to talk. Uh, EK, EKU has a, there's a fundraising class that meets every spring. And the lady who teaches it is really nice. And she always brings in people from development to talk about, you yeah. know, kind of their their jobs and, and talk about development and philanthropy and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I, I, she gave me the option of coming into class or doing it over Zoom. And I was like, nope, I'm totally coming into class. <laughs> because I, I really, I have a, I have a whole, I have like a, a PowerPoint presentation thing that I do and I didn't want to deal, deal with that sharing the screen. Yeah. And it's so yeah. much more personable and it's easier for me to talk to people in person. Like, yeah, sure. you know, that's why I like on the Skype to have the video because at least that's something, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, be able, be, being able to be there in person and actually physically talk to students is a really nice thing. And, you know, yeah, I had to leave my mask on the whole entire time, but it was no big deal. It really wasn't. Mm-mm. It honestly wasn't that bad. I get like kind of thrown off whenever... I have to, like, the rare occasion that I'm on a Zoom meeting and I have to share my screen. Because then, before, you can, like, see people's faces, like, filtering back and forth. But when you're sharing your screen, they're just over to the side and then I don't know where to look. Yep. And then I just feel like I'm floating in the ether. And then I feel like I'm talking weird and everyone's just staring at me. And there's never any emotion. It's just people staring blankly back at you. Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. Well, you know what? It's really weird because where they are on the side of my screen, I'm looking to the side of my screen to mm-hmm. see them yeah. so you know like they are looking at me straight ahead and they're like why do you keep looking to this side well that's where you are to me <laughs> and it depends on where your webcam is too like for yeah. me i have dual monitors so my webcam is on one monitor and if i have your zoom pulled up on the other one then it's like you're just looking at the side of my face yes like it's very weird and i don't like it and i kind of i kind of like the idea of having meetings on a computer because you don't have to worry about like getting up and running off somewhere and mm-hmm. if someone needs you you can easily like just I like the fact that, it, jump that off this has become it, an but. option and I feel like for some companies with COVID and everything where we figured out that we can do this and still function as a society um, that it's good to be able to have it as an option but you know what this podcast we prefer Skype over Zoom yeah, yeah. definitely Absolutely. For sure. For a variety of different reasons. Yeah. So, again, reach out to us over the videos. Just not the Zoom. Just don't do it. I mean, for those reasons alone. And we're doing a bunch of training at work now. And it's all Zoom related. And Yesterday I had headphone hair, as we're starting to call it. Because I wore my headphones for so long it made a dent in my hairline. (laughs) So... There's that. Take that with whatever you will. So, what you guys been up to? I feel like we've been doing... We've been into a few things the past couple of weeks. Um, so, I have got to try the new... I know I talked about it once on one of our, uh, the Renee's Reports things, but it's Bella Cafe and Grill that's out in Chevy Chase. Yeah, that's where uh, the uh, the bakery was, right? The think, La, La Matan or something. It's it's basically right across the street from. Yeah, it's right there on Sunset and in because it's right by it's right by Stanley Manor Studios. Yes, it's really yeah, yeah it's really, yeah, yeah it's really close. Yeah, because really that was La Matan Bakery. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Joella's is right yeah. across the yep. street from mm-hmm. me, basically. So if you kind of have a, any because La, La Matan closed last year, I think. Okay, well then yeah. that makes yep. yeah. If you have any idea of anything about 
Lexington, that might give you an idea of kind of where it's located. Uh, but it's uh, the people that own um, Snappy Tomato Pizza. <laughs> Sorry. Let everyone know I burped really loud. Yeah. So. Um, My so, apologies. But, you know, we got it through DoorDash. And it, it actually, there was like four or five of us that ordered it. And it was actually really good. We were, we were pretty pleased with it. I think we're going to put it in our DoorDash rotation. Uh, so that, that was, that was good. So I do highly recommend. What do they those. have? Um, they've got burgers and they've got steak and stuff like that. Sandwiches and stuff. Sandwich, sandwiches, salads, that so kind of soups. Everything. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But it, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's it's worth a try, and they looks like they have a little bit of seating outside. They do because we They're actually I, I drove past there on Saturday on the way to Lawrence to get the astronaut food beer that I drank on GBS yesterday, and um, I, there were a few people sitting in there. Yeah, but it's it is real small. Yeah, um, yeah, the people from Bellinote own this okay. as well, so I guess they they had the Bella Forno uh, pizza place. That was that was out off Richmond Road, mm-hmm. and then that closed because of COVID. So it looks like they've opened this up, mm-hmm. and and I do like it, but it is fairly new. Uh, that's open, so it, it's it's worth a try. Um, so did that, and uh, I went to which I also talked on Renee's reports the Creative Market mm-hmm. that was out of Olika Temple that's off Southland Drive. I went to that on Sunday. So they got a new. Did we talk about the storefront that that they opened down there? Um. Uh, uh, there was a local, there was a, st- a store thing that they opened. I don't know if they're the same people. Oh, okay. Um, but like I, I went in the last time that we were there, the, the COVID restrictions and all that. Right. There were supposed to be more booths and not everybody showed up and everything. Right. Well, they actually extended out into another room. Oh, wow. Of Alika Temple. So you, you started, you walked in and went to the right and walked into this other room and then you circled back around and came through. Um, and then they still had stuff outside. Salsarita food truck was out there. Ooh, I like Salsarita. Um, yeah, Salsarita. And there was a different, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a different uh, baked goods place that was there. Um, so I just kind of walked around and checked it out. Some of the, a lot of some of the similar faces that was there before, but, uh, but it was, it was, uh, it was a good little showing and they looked like there was all, I mean, that place was hopping. On Sunday, because not only did they have that, but they also had the farmer's market Mm -hmm. that was out there. All that was going on at the same time. And so I walked through that as well and checked it and checked that out. And then I did end up going like what we were talking, what you were talking about, Carrie. I went ahead because I've been trying to get out there and I was like, no better time than now. Mm -hmm. Go on over to that Lex, uh, local Lex market. Mm -hmm. And it is really cute. I highly, highly recommend this. And this is something that's going to be open, that's open all the time. And I think they're closed on Mondays, but they're actually open on Sunday. I swear, it's so weird how much stuff I did not realize around here was closed on Mondays. Pretty yes. much everything. Like, pretty much, because I went, again, I went and picked up my bike at Broom, Broom Wagon on Monday. Shout out to Broom Wagon. Okay. I think they did, they did an excellent job. And nice. the price they quoted me was the price that I paid. They did not charge me Excellent. anymore, you know. I, they didn't try to, the, the, you know, whatever. Um, but I just noticed as we're dro- as we're we're down there, everything is closed on Monday. Everything we drove by closed. Okay. 
close, 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 mm-hmm. close, close. I was like, good Lord, I had no idea this was a trend. Was the um, Barry Morgan started, Cafe open? Or it, was it closed no, it was. It's closed on Tuesdays. Their sign says it's closed on Tuesdays. Oh, that's interesting. That's strange. Yeah. It is, it's a good spot. Yeah. I like eating there. Yeah. Well, and I can't say enough about their, uh, their bike service and the people that work with the bike area. Uh, I'm not sure who, who the gentleman what his name was or whatever but you know he was very nice and in the yeah i had a really that's good great. experience down there so if i ever need bike maintenance again i would definitely definitely so that's t- take it to broom wagon hinky recommends for sure yeah absolutely uh, okay so the uh local lexington market it's on southland drive it's in between marika's bar and the good foods co-op there's plenty of parking, which is which is always a problem when you go downtown anywhere. But luckily, this is a little on the outskirts of actual downtown. But they have the cutest stuff. They've got T-shirts and signs and jewelry and bath bombs and all this stuff. One of the all the same stuff that you see everywhere else, but it all but it's a, a little bit different. And it's it's just really cool to be able to see. There's a place that we don't have to wait for some craft fair or a or a festival to pop up to be able to get these items this is going to be here all the time they also i noticed had a refrigerator that had sandwiches and salads and slices of cheesecake and all kinds of stuff you know you can just go in and buy that and the salads look delicious and i was like you know what sometimes i'm always looking for something different to be able to have for lunch before i go to work Right across the street from there, I go to the Healthy Way Lex from time to time and get a protein shake and have that for lunch instead of going through Wendy's drive through because I'm always like sleeping into the very last second, throw some clothes on and leave <laughs> to to come up to Lexington. So so sometimes I'll get a protein shake for lunch, but they're right across the street from there. So I might just actually run in there and grab a salad one time, knowing that that's there. So I thought it was pretty cute, and it's definitely going to now going to be on my radar of places i want to stop in and check out nice. and I also posted if you follow us on bluegrass bourbon and eats on facebook i posted some pictures of the place it's not huge but there's they but they fit a lot of stuff in that spot for it not to be big there's a lot to choose from and you and i, I enjoyed my time when i went nice that sounds awesome all right, so Uh-oh. before we get to what Sarah and I did, which was a whole lot of fun, that was that was really that was a nice little that was a nice little trip that we had on tu- on last Tuesday evening. So I do have a food related thing, and I actually got a little bit of a bone to pick with uh, KS Bar over this Uh-oh. because. Uh-oh. John had seen, John and I are huge fans of Cuban sandwiches, right? Cuban sandwich is so delicious. Me too. That's one of my Oh my God. You got the meat and the cheese and the mustard and the pickles and then it's pressed together and it's the bread. The the bread, just like a good, a good po' boy or a torta, the bread is the key on that, right? Oh my God. But it's so, it's such a good sandwich. Oh my God. It really is. So KS Bar had advertised new menu items. Cuban sandwich, right? right? I saw that. And I guess that they had been talking about it on the radio show because John it heard it. Several times, right. Yeah. And we finally, on Saturday, um, I went and recorded uh, the Moving to the Bluegrass podcast. And then I came back and I was like, hey, why don't we just go down? We're not doing anything. Why don't we just go down to KS Bar and get a Cuban sandwich? Because we've been talking about this forever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just And so we go down there. Uh huh. Yeah. 
they needed to put a bigger disclaimer or something on this because it was a limited time only. <gasps> and, Bastards. Yeah, and was only available apparently until April the 3rd. Yeah. Oh. That is rude. Yeah. I'm actually legitimately upset for you. We were super, super disappointed. And so the next, like, the logical place to get a Cuban sandwich in Lexington is Old San Juan. Or at least it was Old San Juan, because when you look up, up up on the Google machine, Old San Juan, it says, is temporarily closed. Oh, sad times. I was, so now John and I are like, oh my God, where can we get a Cuban sandwich in Lexington? It's I, I, uh, a, go, a good one, too. A I've good one. Them, I've had them at several places. This is going to blow your mind. But I actually do like the Cuban sandwich from the Cheesecake Factory. It is the only thing I like from the Cheesecake Factory. I'll take it. Has it. I'll take flavor. it. Flavor. It's got that good bread on it. It's good. Well, the place that we went to on Tuesday, which There's I, better, but which it's yeah, that which I'll let you talk about, actually had one on the menu, and I came that close to getting it when we were down oh. there because John and I had been talking about it so much, right? Yeah. And then I went with something else. But the bottom line is. We had no idea because it was like fine print. And then they were talking about on the radio show like it was like a regular, like, oh, we're eating it. I've yeah. had five of them. They and have talked about it a lot. They've talked yeah. about it a lot. They never said one time it was a limited time deal. Apparently it was. Wow. Yeah. Matt Jones. So we were super disappointed. John was, you know, John was appeased by the wings because he does like the fact that they have very smoked wings and they're very smoky. And then we got yep. their stuffed jalapenos, which I was a little disappointed with because there was no heat on the jalapeno. Mm. Um, you gotta have a little bit. Yeah, there were there really wasn't, but yeah, yeah. man, come on, come on, oh, man. Now I just really want stuffed jalapenos if, or a Cuban or something fried. It's been if quite a somebody while. knows where to get a good Cuban sandwich in Lexington that's not Old San Juan, because as I just explained, Old San Juan is not open. Man, they had like I'm not big on rum cake, but they actually make rum cake from scratch there, and their frosting. It tastes more kind of like whipped cream than it does frosting. Uh, well, I need, and it is absolutely, you can get peaches in the middle of it, and it's actually really good. I need a Cuban sandwich. That's all I'm saying. Man, I know yeah. I've had them other places. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. I'll think of it. Right. But if anybody else has a suggestion out there, um, at Hungry and KY or yes. at, at Girls Beer Sports. At GRL yes. Beer Sports, yeah, please let me know. Yes. So... We did a couple of different things the past couple of weeks. What I'll start with is something that we teased in the last episode. So it we recorded our 50th a little bit early. Um, that was the day that Fried Chicken Sandwich Week was starting up. Yes. And we actually left from this very table mm-hmm. and went to Shamrocks and I had the very first one of the week. Mm-hmm. So this was um, the Fried Chicken Sandwich Week sponsored by uh, the radio show Food, Chews, and News. I think that's what it's called. Um, hosted by a couple of chefs here in town. Um, so they had 10 sandwiches on the list. Mm-hmm. We got to eight of them because, let's be honest, we're a couple of busy gals. Yes. And <laughs> some of us, me, had to work really late a couple of nights. So we got to eight of them. I thought we could just quickly, you and I could tell what our favorites of the ones we had were. Because we had different ones. And I, I don't think we tried each only other's. Only two days, I think, of... Chicken Sandwich Week were on my days off. The rest of them were on my work week. So it was a little bit more difficult for me also to get out. Sarah, definitely, last year I took one for the team last year. She took one for the team this year, and she had the bulk of them. 
but I did I did have some. What was your favorite one? Um, the favorite one by far was Zim's from the one that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really good. Did you get it with the Alabama white sauce or no? Yes. Oh, okay. No, we got could, it just the way. The I can tell came. from your picture if it had the sauce on it or not. It had sat there for a while before we ate it. Okay. So that even tells you, like, if it was good was hours later, say. like, in the fries were even still good. Everything was still good because oh, I, like, nice. I warmed it up a little bit, but it basically we ate it room temperature. Yeah. Almost. But it was, but me and Jonathan, one of our coworkers, Jonathan, he, well, we cut it in half and he ate half and I ate the other half because I wanted him to be able to try it and give his opinion. And we both really liked it. Thought it was really good. Nice. Um, my favorite one of the ones I tried was from Lexington Diner. Mm-hmm. Actually, Carrie went with me to eat it because Renee was working and they wouldn't do takeout. Well, no, I called them because I was going to go ahead. They were busy. I was going to go ahead and call it in and have them ready. So when I picked it up, I wasn't going to have to wait there for 30 minutes. Because by the time I make it from Richmond all the way over to Lane here, Allen. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a far distance for me to drive for a sandwich. And I was like, by the time I get there and if they're going to be forever making the sandwich it put me late for work so i was like i'm just gonna call it in get it to go and they said they weren't taking any to go orders not just on that sandwich because a lot of these uh like burger week and all these uh specialty weeks they'll be like we don't want to do to go on that item they were so busy they weren't doing takeout at all there was a lot of places that were so busy yeah. they weren't doing takeout so it wasn't just them but well Carrie, and, Carrie and i went down there and tried it and it was yeah well, I immediately called Sarah and I was like, look, I don't know if you're free because she was off and I wasn't. I said, I don't know if you're free and would be able to go. If not, surely they can make this sandwich not actually on the week and I can still try it, which I do want to still order it and try it. Um, but I was like, I can still get it and try it before the podcast. But I was like, if you're able to go. That would be great so we can get it in because you get the $5 deal that way. Right. Yeah. So I didn't have it. Sarah had it. But I got to give it. Was a, fantastic. And, it, and, it, and you know, we, we got there at like, what, like one o'clock or whatever. And I, I, I had never been there, but definitely yeah, shout, shout out to Lexington Diner. A uh, very nice space, very uh, very nice patio space. Mm-hmm. We sat inside because it was a little cool. Yeah, it's but chilly. very nice patio space and great menu. Um, really good service, good beer list, full bar list. You know, all day breakfast. I'd love to go back there and try some of their breakfast items. Yeah, their breakfast is really good. Mm-hmm. I had I had their meatball sub. Shout out to that. That was very delicious. So I really enjoyed my my experience, even though I didn't have the chicken the chicken sandwich. Yeah, the chicken sandwich was super dope. It was like fried chicken strips dipped in maple syrup or bourbon maple glaze and then it had gravy and cheese and a hash brown on top and i feel like i'm leaving something out but But on texas toast yeah it was on texas it was really good you should check out my instagram so it was more of a breakfast it was more of a breakfast style sandwich where Uh, it had the gravy because it it looked like breakfast gravy kind of it was kind of like that made it made it a little bit griddly just because of the sweet and the sure. savory or whatever. But it was really good. I loved it. And it was by far the best. The other ones I tried were good. But this one was Well, whenever we were looking through the list, I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then I seen that one. I said, that one looks awesome. And that was my the one that I really wanted. I think the only thing it didn't have on it was an egg. It didn't have an egg on it. It did not have an egg which, on it. Which would have been too much. Again, I have a real problem with eating anything like a chicken biscuit or a chicken sandwich with an egg on it. Oh, it's, you're one of these that can't eat chicken uh, and egg together. That's my favorite combo. I don't care. 
It's weird. They both came at the same time. It's, like that's what she said. It's weird to uh, me. It's just it's weird, <laughs> weird. But so we did we did that. Um, we documented all of them on our Bluegrass Permanent Eats Instagram. Someday when when we have time, we'll write it on our blog. But uh, it'll get on there. So uh, it was overall a pretty good showing. Mm-hmm. Some of the same sandwiches from last year, but some some newcomers too, so that was good. But we also, um, Renee and I got invited to another Spots Gelato Soft opening. Yes. But Renee had to work. Yes. So Carrie came as my Renee stand-in. And you did it was a good nice. job. It was really nice. Yeah, it's, um, it's a super cute little shop in downtown Midway. I'd never been to Midway except for to go to Wallace Station. Yes, that was the that's I was on the Oscar there as well. It is a tiny ass place. And the, down, the downtown is a block. It's one block. It's like one block. It's about as big as this room. <laughs> it's literally just like one road, and you go one way down it, and then you loop around and come the other way down. It's like a block long, but it has all kinds of really neat looking restaurants and like little antique shops and stuff, and it's super cute. I want to go back so bad. Renee would love it. We have yeah. to go back oh, soon. Yeah, yeah, that was the first thing I got a text message. It was like, Renee, this is your place, and I was like, sign me up. I'll go to. I'll go to. On my day off. <laughs> well, and you're going to have to figure out when those quaint little shops are open. Yeah, it was 530 well, and they were all closed. Go on Monday. Well, or Tuesday. It was, it, okay, so having worked there for eight years, not in the town, but, you know, in at the university, um, just don't get me started on that. We took a tour. It was a thing. Um, <laughs> it was a thing. It was a, it was yeah. It was. It was something. Yeah, it was something. So, uh, but having worked there, worked in in Midway for eight years, uh, you know, my my boss, the director of the library I worked under, all the time she would go downtown to like on her lunch and stuff to try and get like little, like gifts or presents or birthday presents, and the shops would they would always be closed. They're like, uh, we're closed. We'll be back when we, when we come back. It's really weird how they do like operating hours down there because it was it was there was a, and there was a lot of people down there eating at at um the where we ate and heirloom and other places. There was a lot, and then there's a lot of people down there milling for the spots gelato opening thing. And all these plant shops were closed. Yeah, there was like three open restaurants and spots. So that was it's the only weird. thing open at five thirty on a Tuesday. It was odd, but I loved it. Spots was mm-hmm. delicious as always. Big shout out to um, Deborah and Beth for inviting us to come out to that Absolutely. again. We, we've had to miss the past couple, but I really wanted us to get down there for this one since it's so close and mm-hmm. they're so kind to invite us to these and. You know, they well, and have, we, like, and nice we, we love we love Beth. She's been a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the gelato is amazing. Yes. Um, so yeah, whenever they never need us to do anything, we usually try. Even if we have to split up into pairs, like in, you know, to do what we have to do in order to try to cover that, we we usually yeah. try. And uh, we each got some. We tried some gelato. Uh, Carrie had that blackberry sorbet that looked really good. I can't speak enough to the sorbet because you know we were gonna we were gonna eat dinner because the plan was to go there and get some get you know get a get a sample and look mm-hmm. around and 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 take pictures and stuff like that and then we were gonna go eat. Much to my disappointment, I had no idea we we're gonna go to Darlin Jean's uh, Apple. I want it, it's. I, oh, I always want to call go it. There. That's on an yeah. It's temporarily it's closed. closed. It's really? Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. maybe permanently closed. There's conflicting information. So disappointing because that yeah. that place had such good sandwiches. We used to go there for yeah. lunch all the time uh, when I worked. I've heard nothing but good things. Like we we Sarah and I when we started the blog, we had this massive list I of places across the state, not just in local. We ended up focusing more on local but the original plan was to cover the right. state and that we had this massive list of places we wanted to go and that was on there. well it's and it really is disappointing because that place that shall not be named that i used to work at <laughs> um yeah we used to just walk from that place and go to oh. go into darling jeans and they had really good sandwiches I they, and i, I was really, i hope they did too so anyway i didn't want to get something super like heavy and thank god for their small cups which their small oh, cup were still decent was packed like packed and so i went with the blackberry sor- sorbet and that's one of the best sorbets i've ever had oh, that's wonderful. because this sorbet was not overly sweet some sorbets you get are like that super kind of icy mm-hmm. this was very creamy it was very smooth it was very very refreshing. It was very light. Highly recommend. I'd like to go back and get a gelato from them, yep. honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I was very happy with my sorbet selection. It looked good. And I had the Pop-Tart one. And it was Pop-Tart flavored ice cream. Wildberry, if anyone's curious. The purple one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had big old chunks of Wildberry Pop-Tarts in it. So, Which I had seen a little one. And then I went to take a bite of one. And there was like a legit corner of a Pop-Tart stuck in it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> but it was it was really good. Very Pop-Tarty. Which, who doesn't like a Pop-Tart? I mean, right. get out of here if you don't. Sorry if you don't. You well, to get out but of your you know house. what? If they're going to call it a Pop-Tart. And it July, was literally it just called. It like a Pop-Tart. It was literally just called a Pop-Tart. Yes. But um, it was very good. Like I said, everybody was super nice. We saw all the regulars from here in town. Um, excuse me. Um, we ran into the Taste Buds. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because <laughs> Lee from Kentucky Taste Buds looked at... Because Sarah and I had our masks on and they we had their masks on because yeah. we were sitting there kind of waiting to get in, you know, because we didn't want to crowd people and stuff like that. But uh, we were sitting there with our masks on and uh, we were kind of sitting in the sun was in our eyes. And, and quite bright. Lee from Kentucky Taste Buds looked at me and she's like, hey, Carrie. And I kind of looked at her. And then it registered in my head, and I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And then I saw Tamara. <laughs> but it was just funny, because you the, the whole mask thing. I'm surprised they recognized me, to tell you the truth. Yeah, that, that, was, that was quite funny. But it was nice to see them, and the usual blogger crowd. Not as big of a crowd as usual, but it is different times. The mayor of Midway was there. Yes, the mayor of Midway was there. Because I know who he is. Apparently. <laughs> so I wouldn't have known him from Adam, but Carrie knows him, so... Um, so yeah, we did that, and then after we were done there, we walked across the street and had dinner at uh, the Goose and Gander, which I think was the original Grey Goose, maybe, or is it where the original Grey Goose? Yes, it was, it's where the Grey Goose... It, it has a very comparable menu, also. And, and I had it on authority the other day that the Grey Goose is gonna reopen oh. on, uh, uh, West uh, Six uh, yeah, Jefferson Street? Jefferson Street. Sorry, oh, on Jefferson Street there with like a very place. similar menu. Interesting. Yes. So, but oh. yeah, that it, it was a gray goose and the goose and the gander. I don't know if it's still owned by the same people or who owns it, but the man, menu, if you liked the gray goose, like pizza like and stuff, yeah, it was very good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It had a big, uh, big giant patio. They have a nice pay. They had live music going. Yeah, there oh, was people no, out there playing awesome. like a bluegrassy type music, but it was really nice. And I had, well, I don't remember what I had. You had the fish and chips. That's it. And <laughs> Carrie had something. I had the chicken parm sandwich there with with the roasted Brussels sprouts, which were delicious because nice. I, I do love roasted Brussels sprouts. Excellent. 
I like a good Brussels sprout every now and then. And we had the beer cheese, which is really good. Yeah, it's I was like trying a, to remember what else we had. It's like I like blacked that part out of the day. It was like a, a melted beer cheese, yeah. and it had pretzels, pretzels. and carrots like and that. celery and that kind of thing. I remember. Yeah, that. and and then uh, we uh, we actually took Old Frankfurt Pike back to Lexington, oh, that's such which a is a, which drive. is a nice drive. It was a fun drive, and the yeah. sun was kind of yeah. setting, mm-hmm. so it was a nice if, little if afternoon. If you've never taken that drive. If you've got time, it's a nice dude, drive. It's beautiful going that way. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was good time. So we definitely have to go. Back, we have to go back there at some point. And that was after we wondered if we were going to get trapped on Midway's campus or not, or hollered at. Yeah, I'm camp. not going to tell that whole story. Yeah, but anyway, I'll tell it to you later. <laughs> um, but yeah, we definitely have to go back because I want to go to Heirloom mm-hmm. for sure, and yes. Holly Hill Inn, and um, the Brown Barrel, that little railroad drug and soda shop, Old Town Soda Shop. I really want to go there. Oh yeah, that's they have ice cream and stuff, and they're actually it's a it, it really is a working soda fountain. And then there's another place called Jockey Something that was next yeah. to Heirloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not familiar with Don that Jockeys, place. Maybe? Don Jockeys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there's the Italian place with Mezzo. the Mezzo. Yeah. It sounds like this is a couple trips now, to Midway to me. I'm telling you that me, the Mezzo place Four, five or six, the Mezzo place opened as something else and it had a bar and I'm assuming the bar is still the same. It was like we used to go there after work all the time and a lot of locals and regulars would hang out there and it was literally like being in somebody's basement like rumpus room bar. I do. Like oh wow. It was awesome. Nice. Well, I still want to go back to Wallace Station too cuz I've only been with you that one time. Yeah, me too. And I've been I've actually been wanting to take dad. He's brought it up a couple times. Well, and I told you Midway Bakery is right yes. right yeah. on the way to Wallace Station. Yeah. Yeah, I yep. think you could hit the whole town in an afternoon, probably. Oh, <laughs> you absolutely 100% In 30 could. minutes, probably. Yeah. But, yeah, we'd have to do, you'd have to make a, like a weekend or two or three trips out of eating everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. I can't eat six meals in no. one sitting. No, that would be a lot. That would be a little too much to ask. But yeah, it's definitely, it's on my list to go back. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. So, those are lots of... We were into a lot, apparently. More so than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past weekend, I just didn't do anything to make up for that. I didn't. <laughs> I barely left the couch, so it all evened out. Don't you worry. Okay, so now it's time for Renee's reports. With Renee Harris. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> This week on Renee's Reports, I'm just um, well, I just remembered something I didn't actually put on my notes. Today was supposed to be the groundbreaking for Bucky's. Are they the not gas having it no more? No, they're 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 ground like they're actually mm-hmm. like getting ready to start construction. Mm-hmm. So they were supposed to do the groundbreaking ceremony, and it was supposed to happen today. I didn't get confirmation that it's happened, but. The report was out that it was supposed to. So I'm really hoping that, because the trucks have just been sitting there right off of, if you're on I-75, if you're past exit 83, you can look over and just see a bunch of construction trucks. Well, you know what's so funny is I saw a bunch of people on Twitter freaking out that that they saw that Bucky's was coming. And I thought, well, if you just listened to Hungry Kentucky like about four episodes ago, you would have known. Renee was on that. Because Renee was on that. Listen, I'm I'm so pumped. And everybody I talk to, I tell them about it and I get them pumped. And it, and like my husband's excited. Everybody's like, like in Richmond, it's like the kind of the talk of the town. So the fact that they finally broke ground, hopefully they did. And we can finally get this bad boy, this bad boy going. Come on. We, we're ready for Becky's to be here. A hundred gas pumps. 
100 gas pumps. That's a lot of no gas pumps. No 18 wheelers are allowed to be there. No 18 wheelers. And they're supposed to be the cleanest bathrooms in all public places. That's what I heard. Yes. I'll believe it when I see it. Yes. So when it opens, well, we may just so, uh, I mean, hop on down there and check that out. It's basically the Willy Wonka of gas yes. stations. That's what I'm hearing. And you go in and you don't come out. I was like, it. well, it tell you, like my dad told me don't he could be in there the two or three hours, no problem. He said, this isn't one of those places that you just go in grab a soda and leave he said when you go in you're there for a while and oompa loompas will get you yep. okay okay so um crave taco week is getting ready to start it's april 19th through the 25th i think i talked about that last time but taking the fact that it's getting ready to happen again i thought it was worth repeating um there's six dollar taco plates and if you go to cravetacoweek.com, you can have the list of everyone that's participating. And there looks like there's quite a few participants for this. One of them also being Crank and Boom, throwing out their uh, dessert taco. So this would be kind of interesting to be able to get out and try some try some different stuff if, if, uh, if you're interested. And then they're going to open up a new club. In Pazos. And it's going to be called The Clubhouse. It's going to be a, night, a new nightclub. And it's going to have a restaurant in there that will be open during the day. And then there will be a restaurant stuff that you can eat at night. But it's basically going to be a nightclub. My eyes can't roll farther back into my head. It's like if I wish if you, you guys could see, could see, right see the Carrie and Sarah's face right now. I hate everything about this. I do too. <laughs> And there's a whole backstory that yeah. rolls into that yes, too that we yes, won't get into. Yes, thank you, because that's exactly what I was sitting in here thinking. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything, but I hate everything yeah. about this with the passion look it up if you're of 5,000 Sons. Yeah. I hate yeah, it's it. It's called The Clubhouse, is what the name of the get, place is going to come. It's going to be full of just get, the douchiest people in town. Just too, get, sure. get out of here with like that. Just get out. Get They're going to be doing get a bunch out. of renovations and remodeling the place. Just get out. I ain't, got but, time. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, but that is going to happen. And then, last year, because of COVID, Thunder Over Louisville did not happen. This year it is. And because they've had a year to plan, they're going to do it a little bit different than normal. Normally, it's down by the waterway, and you've got the bridge and stuff. Where you can see everything. Well, they're actually going to have events going on in five different places through town. And everything is going to be shown on their WHS. Uh, WHAS. Yeah, yeah they, their TV network there in Louisville. Everything's going to be broadcasted. So if you wanted to still participate in the festivities, but you don't feel comfortable getting out in the crowd, you can still watch everything on TV. And the different areas, they're, they're going to be setting off fireworks. They're not setting off any at the Riverside. They're going to be in five different places. They're not telling anybody where those locations are. They're just going to happen. And they're like, there's a good chance that you could be in your home and just walk outside and you can see the fireworks. But apparently they're supposed to be, all of them are supposed to be big. Of course, not as the grandeur as the one that would be at the waterway, but they're still supposed to be really nice. And they'll be on TV. They'll be choreographed to music and the whole nine yards. They're going to still do the... Um, the planes coming through and doing all the 
aerobatics and everything like that. But they're also doing, they've hired a group out of Michigan that are coming in and they're doing a drone show. They're going to have drones doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So apparently that's happening too. But Thunder is happening and it's happening this weekend. It's kicking it off and we're going to actually have Derby when Derby is supposed to happen. It's going down, guys. It is. And again, I have a love-hate relationship with this because we're still not going to be able to have a derby party, which kind of, it may, I'm glad derby's going to go off on the first Saturday of May, mm-hmm. but it still makes me sad that our yeah. house isn't going to be full of drunken debauchery. <laughs> sad times. But this is at least a step in the right direction compared to where we were last year. At least it's going to be in the first Saturday or first weekend of May like it's supposed to be and not in September like it was. So, we're starting to move in the right direction. Nice. Well, mm-hmm. those were some good events. Thank you, Renee. You're oh, right. is that it? You That's got it. any more? Well, I mean, I can throw out there that the, the governor did come up and say that in the next four to six weeks, if enough people have been vaccinated, we see the numbers going down that he's lifting COVID restrictions. So, there's a good chance that by June, we might be able to go all like 100% capacity in a restaurant. Well, y'all should have been where I was on Friday. I'm not going to call out the name of the place, but yes. yeah, I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, okay. All right. It's a good segment, Renee. Thank you. Okay. Well, let's move on to this week's podcast question. Oh, what what's it, what segment is everybody's favorite? It's America's second favorite. Second favorite. Yeah. Second favorite. Okay. Sorry, I got carried away with my um um horn noises. <laughs> it probably sounds like some sort of diseased duck on the <laughs> other end, but maybe that angry swan or something from Hate Swan. Yeah. Um so it's grilling. Grilling season is right around the corner here. It's getting warm outside. And uh, with the warmer weather and the longer days ahead of us, uh, it seemed like a great time to hit y'all with a burger question. So this one was making the rounds on Twitter a while back, but it missed me. So we decided to do it here. Uh, so this week, we want to know, if you had to choose four and only four toppings for your burger, which ones would they be? Oh, we got some really good quality answers from the online audience, but... Let's go around and talk about what our toppings would be. So, Carrie, you're up. So, I got lettuce, tomato, cheese, and pickles. That's what I'm going with. Pretty standard. No, yep. no condiments. I mean, you know what? I was Again, I was talking about this with John the, um, on Saturday, I think. And I was like, ketchup. I'm gonna go, I was going to go lettuce, tomato, cheese, and ketchup. And he's like, no pickles? And I was like, oh, yeah. I think I think I, I think I'm I'm pickle team pickle over team ketchup. And Renee, this doesn't have to be a burger for you. It can be a chicken sandwich since you well, don't I eat burgers. Because uh, I don't eat burgers, but my husband eat burgers, and I thought I'll ask him and I'll tell you all his response to it. So Richard said that he would want either Kobe Longhorn cheese or cheddar cheese and bacon, and since he has to have four toppings, extra bacon. That'd be another topping. And then fried egg. Oh, okay. If you were going to top a sandwich, what would you top it with? I just put, guys, I just put cheese. I'm very plain with my sandwiches. I like my chicken to speak for itself. I don't feel like I should have to put a bunch of stuff on a sandwich for it to taste good. 
I should be able to even eat it without cheese. So, but I usually I cheese basically everything. So just a slice of cheese and I'm good. See, I gotta See, ha- I gotta have veg. I, I gotta have like, veg. I just I don't feel like, like all that extra stuff. Oh, I gotta have veg. Meat, any kind of meat on a sandwich, it's just a palette that's waiting to be painted and, with your imagination. And pickle gives you that crunch and I the hate so much Yeah. Oh man, I, I hate so many pickles. I hate pickles. Get out. And I don't do. <laughs> And I don't like, I like really it. much of any sauces on on my sandwiches. Yeah, I it, John, I might do a little bit of mayo. John and I are both it. kind of in the same boat with with kind of the veg the vegetable mm-hmm. toppings where we like lettuce, we like the tomato, we like we kind of like because it just it gives it I, to me it gives it another dimension besides just meat and bread. Look, I, I don't do I don't like tomatoes unless they're in the form of ketchup, but lettuce. Like, I could put it on there, but I don't feel like I get anything out of the lettuce being there. It just gives you a crunch. It, it's yeah, just something that's what, else. And that's what me, I like. It's just, in, it's just in the way. I like the texture. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put it on there. I would just do just cheese. That's it. Well, me, uh, I have more than four that I would like to put on a burger. And normally, when I had my old work schedule, we, we had five guys every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I, I had the same toppings every time, but it was more than four, so... Uh, I went off that, but I modified it a little bit. I narrowed it down to my four favorites. So my choice would be cheese, bacon, mm-hmm. mayo, and mushrooms. Like a nice grilled mushroom. I like the grilled mushroom I option. I love grilled mushrooms. I like that. Honestly, I like especially that. from Five Guys. Yeah. So good. I like that option. Give it a try, everybody. You won't re- you won't regret it. Also, I got a couple people uh, onto that at work too. So you're welcome, Bill, <laughs> in particular. Um, so. Let's go to our social media answers. On Facebook, uh, Chrissy all said bacon, barbecue sauce, blue cheese, and pickles. Talk about a girl no, that loves, loves pickles. pickles. Yeah, that girl loves, loves pickles. pickles. I like blue cheese on a burger, too. That's that's a good topping. Uh, I'm it, iffy on blue cheese. Shamrocks has, a, Shamrocks has something called a B-Core that has blue cheese on it. It really actually is very delicious. It depends on my mood. I'm not a huge fan, but I try well, you know what? When you said her, Lays has pickle-flavored potato chips. Yeah. And I could totally see her throwing a, a big handful of those potato chips on burgers. I'm sure and she there. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Which made me think that Zim's chicken sandwich. And I know we discussed we discussed this in our, uh, in our group text. But it had Grippo's on it. And I thought that was absolutely delicious. I was like, and I love Grippo's. I don't normally, I normally eat my chips separate, but to have them on the sandwich, actually, that was something different. And I was like, it kind of makes me want to see what all else I can put Grippo's on that might change my mind about things. So I'm kind of just wanting to keep Grippo's and just put them on everything. You could put that on your chicken sandwich with your cheese. I could. No, I'd be down for that. Okay. So the next one is Katie. She said lettuce, tomato, ketchup, mayo. Pretty simple. Um, Colleen said lettuce, tomato, onion, and mayo. Oh, miss me with the onion on a burger. I don't give <laughs> up. Like no, onion, don't give up. Crap. Miss me with a raw onion, but I'm down with like a like a gri- like a, a grilled onion. like a sautéed like red onion or something. Yeah, I I will. I don't like to, but a raw onion. Ugh. No. God no. That's yeah, mi- miss me with a raw onion. Kate said bacon, barbecue sauce, onion straws, and cheese. I can go with an onion straw. That's mm-hmm. fair. Like onion straw. Fried onion. Yeah. Um, Ellen said bacon, tomato, cheese, and Miracle Whip. Oh. Where, this is my aunt. 
we're a miracle whip type family. Wow, yes. that's a controversial. On both sides. Yes. That's so, that's a controversial opinion. Both. That's what we have. I have both in, in my fridge. Um, Bethany said ketchup, mustard, mayo, pickles. Jennifer said cheese, ketchup, pickle, tomato. Susan said ketchup, mustard, onion, and cheese. Uh, Mary Lou said mayo, mustard, cheese, and lettuce. And Melissa said mustard, ketchup, cheese, and guacamole. Okay. Guacamole. Okay. And on Instagram, at Christina Low eighty seven said red onion, yellow <laughs> mustard, <laughs> pickles, and cheese. If y'all are gonna keep saying onion, I'm gonna keep making a fucking noise. <laughs> At the Tara Emily said lettuce, pickles, avocado, and ketchup. At Home of Illustrated Oddities said pickle, mustard, cheese, and bacon. At Hebsian said pickles, ketchup, avocado, tomato. At Matt J sucks. <laughs> I know him. He doesn't suck. Um, pineapple, fried egg, bacon, and spinach. That's probably the most creative one I've I heard so far. I was going to say that. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. Um, at Elutes44 said, you don't need four. Classic yellow mustard and pickles, that's all you need. I mean. That's fair. I don't agree, but that's okay. All right. We all like what we like. Mm-hmm. At One Sip Beer Review said, cheese, pickles, tomato, and bacon. At Muse Marketing KY said, cheese, cheese, pickles, pickles. <laughs> I mean, that's four. That so. is four. <laughs> At Human Element Store said cheese, pickles, ketchup, mustard. At Pod Swag, I feel I feel very honored that Pod Swag would I'd comment on it. Don't know who that is. It's a very big time like podcast merch. Side, oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, cheese. <laughs> Sorry, bacon. The dog just farted. I gotta bring it up every time. It, it made me laugh. You didn't say up. onion. It's too bad you didn't say onion. I know. That would have been hilarious. Yes. Comment better. At <laughs> Pod Swag said cheese, lettuce, bacon, and Frank's Red Hot. Okay, also, okay. thanks. Now it's six forty-five a.m. and we want hamburgers because they're in California. I guess. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, at Always Bring Cookies said cheese, mayo, tomato, and pickles. At Whiskey Mutant said cheese, extra cheese, bacon, and a mayo ketchup mixture. That counts as one as you, if you pre-mix it, right? Mayo chup. I, mayo chup. Yeah. Mayo chup counts. I said it counts for me. It counts. Um, at Living and Loving Lex said cheese, mayo, onion, and lettuce. <laughs> and then at Heather Joe F said cheese, tomato, mayo, and onion. And then on Twitter, uh, Scott Watts said lettuce, tomato, onion, and mayo slash egg. Scott, that's five. We said four. I saw that in the notes. I was like, dude, that's five, man. Come on. You gotta pick mayo or egg. Holler at us and, and let you, us know for and, sure. And since since mayonnaise has eggs in it, just say mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise is mostly just eggs. Yeah. So and we're going to say mayo for him. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. Okay. That so. was that was a fun question though. Again, yeah, a, lot a lot of people, people like, thinking yeah, that. yeah, a lot of people yeah, had opinions yeah, had on it, it and yeah, a lot of participation. Thank you to everybody. And that nobody is. said yeah. nobody said peanut butter. No one I was said waiting peanut butter. On that. I was waiting on that. I forgot that that was a thing, and I've had it. It's fine. Uh, oh man, I thought I just thought of another good topping to brie. Yes, oh, as the cheese yeah, is. Amazing. And actually, I was going to say an auxiliary, like in in my in my uh, my G, my JV lineup, would probably be bacon jam, oh, there which you is go. delicious. 
we got to go back to Louisville and go to that burger place well, that I'm blanking on the name of, but it had a bacon, jam, and brie burger. I'm going to tell you, again, again, Shamrocks, they have this, they have a burger that was on their Burger Week menu like two or three years ago. Yeah. And it's called the Blackburn Burger, and it's got blackberry jam on it. It is freaking delicious. I love it. It's got bacon on it. It is absolutely, I can't remember the cheese it has on it, but it is absolutely delicious and it's on the regular menu. And last year for Burger Week, Drake's in Brandon Crossing had a burger. Their PB&J Yeah, it was a PB&J, but it had had peanut butter and like a berry compote and melty brie cheese. And it was just like a sea of cheese all over the takeout box and it was amazing. Yeah. God, that was a good one. But yeah, shout, shout out to everybody who participated because that was a fun yeah, question. It was, and now I want a burger. <laughs> All right. So now for our last segment, we're going to do something new. And it's almost as if someone heard us thinking amongst ourselves about this because mm-hmm. we've been we've been talking about it in our little group ta- text, 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 about um trying to get into like an international food, like taste testing box like one of those little mm-hmm. subscription box dealies somebody at work did it and it looked interesting and then we started talking about it and then this happened so i'm very excited to jump into this new segment that we're having i'm going to call it international treats mm-hmm. it's not very clever but you know they're the treats <laughs> hey, from but, you know, outside of america people understand what we're doing um so like i said we've been tossing this idea around a little bit and um then out of nowhere Almost as if she was reading our thoughts. We got an Instagram message from one of our listeners regarding the very subject. So, um, Hebsy Ann on Instagram. Uh, her name's Heather. Uh, she's down from around my area. And um, she's actually reached out and said she's been living in Argentina for the past five years. And she listens to the show. She's listened to every episode. She said it gives her a little piece of home. Which, Aww. that was so sweet. Thank yes. you, Heather. It was very nice. So... excuse me she reached out to tell me that she was coming home for a little bit and she wanted to bring us some treats from argentina so she's been in uh, buenos aires for five years so she dropped off some treats on carrie's front porch and now we're gonna try them Mm -hmm. so we've got four different snacks here to try um she sent me a description of each item so and i asked her and she said it was cool so i'm gonna read her descriptions that she sent me because i can't do them justice i don't know what they are and you know me, I'm a little, I tried to be a nice little city girl, but I'm a redneck at heart, so I can't say these words. So I had to look, I had to look them up, make sure I was saying them right, so you guys can't laugh at me. So uh, here we go. Um, and I took a picture of this, we're going to post it on our Instagram, mm-hmm. so you guys can see them. Um, so this is what Heather had to say. Um, so we have, we have things called the rocklets we have moguls we have alfajores and then we have these rapa nui chocolates so we're going to start with the rocklets she says the rocklets are the argentine version of m&ms so but they come in a little brown packet that are reminiscent of the M&M packet, but they also kind of look like Sixlets a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because when when because I, <laughs> I I got the stuff off the porch yesterday, I brought it in the house. I didn't open the bag. Like I didn't open the bag until you all got here to tell you the truth. And when I opened it, we started taking stuff out. We got out these rocklets, and I looked at Sarah, and she's like, "Yeah, these are supposed to be M&Ms." I was like, "No, they look like they look like." And she's like, "Sixlets, Sixlets," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Thankfully, they don't taste like six Sixlets. God, that is hard to say. 
So um, they do taste just like M and M. Yeah, they taste. They don't. They're like flatter they than M and M and whiter. They taste different to me than M and M's. Really, mm-hmm. I taste M and M. Yeah, I do. It just tastes like milk chocolate to me mm-hmm. in a hard candy shell. Mm-hmm. They taste like something I've had at Easter, and I can't pinpoint it. And it's not M and M's. I'm gonna try another one just in case. Here. Oh God, I, I think they're pretty so close. Away. I think M&M's might be a little sweeter. These might not be as sweet as regular M&M's, but I think they're pretty pretty close. No, they taste like M&M's to me. I mean, they're good. They're not bad. Yeah. They look mm-hmm. like Spree, but they are definitely uh, M&M adjacent mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So those are good. Um, and then the Moguls are the Argentine version of Sour Patch Kids. Okay. So I'll put a few of those out. Um, they taste... What? I had the pink one first. The and pink it, one was... T- it tastes like bubble gum and I hated yes, it. Yes, it does taste like bubble I gum. Did, the pink one can get out. Oh my God, it does taste just like bubble Ugh, gum. I didn't like it. Just like the, like the big bubble yam bubble gum. Yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. No. Like, no. like sour bubble gum. I was, yeah. I was not a fan. The blue one... I like it. The blue one tasted like blue, right? Like sour oh, well, blue. It, blue my like. favorite is the yellow. Yeah, I need to t- try another one. I've been munching on these the whole time. But they keep grabbing the pink ones. The yellow is tastes like the yellow tastes like lemon, and it's a very nice, pleasant lemon flavor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like lemon heads. Yeah, kind of like lemon heads. I like the lim- That's my favorite flavor out of all the three flavors in the bag. That pink flavor can go away. No, that one <laughs> does taste just like that. It's not, I, I don't mind it. Eh, I tasted. I was like, this tastes like bubble gum. I've had better. Eh. I, I mean, I there and ate them. They're good. Mm-hmm. Um. Alfajores are very popular in Argentina. The Havana brand is probably the most popular brand, and that is the kind that we have sitting in front of us. They're little discs. Um, actually, we decided that they looked like moon pies. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in just a second. But I just want to throw that out there. They look like moon pies. Um, Havana is like the Starbucks of Argentina. So it's a big deal down there. Um, in the middle of the Alfajores is a Dulce de Leche. It's kind, it's kind of like caramel, but a little different. Dulce de leche is in everything in Argentina. They use it like Americans use peanut butter, chocolate, Nutella. That shit is in 80% of all pastries and cakes. <laughs> I've seen Argentines put it on bread like we would spread butter, and I've also seen them put a spoonful in coffee. It's legit on everything. It's difficult to get a cake without it. Wow. So, what do you okay. guys think of it? Uh, Renee, why don't you go? Mm. Okay. Since you, you were, you, this was the thing you were most excited about. You know, I when think. I opened it up, I was yeah. like, oh, you know, because I love, I love that the dolce leche and the, the caramel. Um, I mean, it's okay. I don't like the caramel in the middle is really good. I just don't know that I like whatever the nougat or cakey it consistency very, that's on the other outside. It's extremely. It. Um, it's crumbly and kind of dry. It is a but little I don't dry. know if that's how it's actually supposed to be or if we just got some that are... Well, they did come from yeah. South America. Right. So. Well, I mean, I don't know if it might have been because of travel and yeah, they're yeah, better yeah. ate and like fresh I'm, when they're made. or They do taste like moon pies. Kind of a little bit. And yeah. I think, I would, you know, I said when we opened them, oh, that kind of looks like a, a mini moon pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little dry for me, a little on the sweet side. I like sweets. I like chocolate. But I don't like like a just a just sweet on top of sweet on top of sweet, which to me this kind of is a little bit. Um, 
I mean, it's not it's not bad. Yeah. But I don't think I think out of everything we've tried so far, mm-hmm. it probably I would go for the the rocklets or rocklets. even the the sour patch. The mogul. Yeah, but without the pink. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I liked it. Maybe if I had coffee with this, like it if I if I had a cup of coffee with this, I think that Ooh, it would like, be good. A nice sparkling water or something. Or something, something just to cut that sweetness a little yeah. bit. I yeah. just I just don't like how crumbly that that whatever that part is, whether it's like a nougat or whatever that's supposed to be. That's part that I don't much care about. The outside looks like a, like a white chocolate coating. That's good. Yeah. The caramel in the middle is good. I'm into it. So yeah. do you, if, so far, do you all think um, do you all think this tastes any different from American confectionery stuff? Because a lot of people, you know, say that. You know, England chocolate tastes different than American chocolate. There's, you know, in different different sweets from different parts of the world taste different. Um, maybe a maybe little bit, just a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you could sell me the stuff without a label on it and tell me it's from America or South America or mm-hmm. Asia or right. Europe or Africa, mm-hmm. and I would believe you. Okay. But I've not had chocolate mm-hmm. from Europe or okay. Africa or Asia, so. I mean, but I've liked it all so far. Um, the most, the thing that tastes the different, I, I can taste the difference of so far out of everything are the moguls. Mm-hmm. They don't taste exactly like Sour Patch Kids. They're definitely different, like texture and like a little different flavor. But, but they are very similar. Yeah, you know, the packaging yeah. is exactly like Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. And then we have the last thing are called uh, Rapa Nui bars, uh, chocolates. Um Rapa Nui chocolate is popular in Argentina. It's made in, um, how did I say it before? Barrel Oak, I think is how. I think so. Barrel Oak, Argentina. Um, they have they have these stores, these Rapa Nui stores all over Argentina. They also sell ice cream at the Rapa Nui stores, and it's legit mm-hmm. amazing ice cream. It's the best ice cream I've ever had, and it's come from Argentina, says Heather. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, if you're interested, they have a website. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. www. There so, you go. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was like trying to focus my. <laughs> oh, eyes sorry. Like, I I should I should I should have read it. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. It's all good. Um, so there's that. I I've been nibbling a little bit on this. That's good. I mean, I think it's good. It's well, talk. There's two out of them. the package. Yeah. it looked like a wooden log. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, and and it kind of breaks apart. Um, so if you bake it all, there's times that you want like chocolate shavings on things. This stuff, you could just crumble it and put on top of it. You wouldn't have to worry about making the shavings. Like this would be perfect. I told them that I thought that it tasted or it had the consistency of like cream candy. Yeah. Anybody's familiar with cream candy? A little bit. And I know white chocolate's not actually chocolate, so don't come at me. But, um. Yeah, there's two different flavors. There was a. I think they're both delicious. There was a leche, which is like. It tastes like a, a chocolate cocoa, like something mm-hmm. you'd make hot cocoa out of. Mm-hmm. And then Blanca, which is a white chocolate. I mean, yeah. I like the Blanca better than the Leche. The Blanca was not as sweet. Um, and I got more mm-hmm. of a creamy flavor from the Blanca. I'm definitely feeling like a cream candy. Yeah. I, I like, the I think, I think I like the Blanca. But I think I like, I like them both, but I think I like the, the Leche better. But they are a little messy. Yeah. So. But that's it. So out of all the, what would we have, four? Mm-hmm. Four on the table. Kind of like 
how would you rank them for for your your favorite to, to least favorite? Um, favorite to least favorite? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the Alfajores, my favorite. Okay, followed closely by the Leche Rapa Nui, and then the Rocklets, mm-hmm. and then the Moguls are last yes. for me. But what do you think, Renee? Um, I really. What did you call these? Rapa Nui. Rapa Nui. So I liked those really well. Uh, the quality of chocolate is really good. My my only complaint is they're they're messy to eat and not messy as in like you're getting fudge all over your finger or something. They just break apart. It's just crumbly dust. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and dust. like it would be hard. I'm sorry, if I got you, crumbly dust all over your table. If you were driving in your car, this is not something you would want to eat. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because like you would pick it up and that would end up all over all over your shirt in the floor of your car. Like this isn't. And I I'm in my car a lot, so I always base things whether or not I can eat them while I'm driving. Um, but the Rocklets are definitely a close second. Those things are very close to M and M's. I think they're very good. Um, this, I think I would definitely put. What was this one again? Alpha Hores. That thing. Yeah, <laughs> that would be second, and then the Muggles or the Sour Patch things last. All right, Carrie. Think I'm going with the Blanca Rapanui. Okay. Yeah. Definitely first for sure. I'm going with the lemon. <laughs> Mogul second. <laughs> wow, it's getting really specific. Get rid of all the other moguls. Well, the blue ones are okay, but the red ones can leave. Um, and then the rocklets. And then honestly, I will put probably put the uh, alfahore. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a super fan of that. It's okay. It would not have would not be my first choice at a gas station, <laughs> uh, Argentinian gas station and or grocery store type setting. Well, they were all very interesting to try. Yeah. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, and I appreciate yes. appreciate packaging. Yeah, that everything came in too. Thank you, Heather. That was very yeah, nice. absolutely. That was, that was super fantastic. nice. Thank you for doing that. She also sent a little bit of information about some wine. Hold on, Oliver. Sorry, you can cut that out. <laughs> or not or leave it I don't or care. whatever um so she also said the argentines are well known for their wine and beef and they do both of those really well i wanted to bring wine but unfortunately i didn't have the space for it in my suitcase but if anyone's interested you can probably find some in lexington she suggests a malbec it's called el enemigo which is the enemy in spanish it's one of her favorites. So if you're curious about Argentina, Argentinian um, Malbecs, sounds like the enemy is one to try. And if anybody like does it, any so. uh, international travel and wants to bring us back some snacks yes. to talk about, please hit us up on Hungry in Kentucky on uh, any of our social medias. And uh, we would love to yeah. uh, make Hungry that part of the show. Hungry yeah. Or, you know, if your name's Nate and you live in Japan. Just thought this um, out here. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Just uh, saying. I'll message him later and see what we can get going. Um, so. I want the I want some shrimp chips, Nate. Come on. Shrimp chips. I can do yes. that. That sounds good to me. All right. So let's talk about what we're drinking real quick since we're nearing the end here. Mm-hmm. I see Renee's still on her um uh her sweet tea. Well, you guys have your thing. I don't drink. You guys have your beer thing, and I have to have something that's, that's mine. Fair. I'm not criticizing. So my sw- the sweet tea thing is what I'm doing. That's so. perfectly fine, and this is no judgment. Yeah. So, yeah, we are, even though I know we're at the upper part of the South in Kentucky, but we are still the South, and the South people, we do sweet tea. So, this week I try, I've got Wendy's, and I will say Wendy's does a a pretty decent sweet tea, and I get it quite frequently, um, whenever... (laughs) 
Bacon just done a big belly flop, and it was really funny. So, uh, but I get this pretty frequently whenever I go go there. Uh, I I like it pretty well. I don't think I would buy a gallon of it to have it at the house, but but I do like it, and I think it's definitely worth it. It's it's better than Arby's. So far, everything is better than Arby's. That Arby's sweet tea was awful. It has to be. No, it was bad. Like Sonic actually was a big surprise to me. I didn't realize that theirs was as good as it was, and plus the pebble ice. You know, is always a good thing. But Wendy's is definitely a solid solid contender if uh, you're in the sweet tea business. All right, there you go. Yeah. So I was drinking local with uh, Mirror Twins Little Citra Monster All Citra Hazy Pale Ale, 5.2%. I like the picture on the front. Yeah, for this being a Citra Hazy Pale, well, Pale Ale, it's it's actually still a pretty, pretty low ABV, which is kind of surprising but it's beer twins so it's, it's good it's good beer and this has actually been in the fridge the beer fridge for a while but it it held up held up nice nice and then i went ahead and uh did a trail haze from six points up there in brooklyn shout out to our boy <laughs> up there in brooklyn gary go check out his book his his new book a fastball for freedom and this is one of their low-cal ipas 99 calories four percent um actually pretty good this is in terms of all the low-cal IPAs that I've had, this one's been was pretty flavorful. Oh, I'll have to try it. Yeah, you totally should. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm back on my Ryan Geist bullshit after I said Renee was back on her sweet tea bullshit. <laughs> um, it's I'm back with the Zango. Still going Zango strong. Uh, Zango, like I said it on GPS last week for whatever reason. I don't know what happened there. I'm hey, sorry. You're probably channeling that. That it, was weird. The, a Big Bang Theory bazinga or something kind of. Uh, I think that other bear was already getting to me. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's probably what that was. It All right. Was oh, the, the PB and J. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Zango is an L with apple, mango, and tangerine. Um, very orangey. If you're into orangey stuff. Hello. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's a like a five percent easy drinker. So. All good right. Times. Um. So, yeah, I think that'll do it for us today. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY. You can send us an email where HungryKY at gmail.com. Um, new episodes of our podcast come out every other Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are procured. Oh, oh, change it up. Where do we find <laughs> our blog at, Renee? Hey, follow the blog on our uh, social medias. We, we're going to. The festivals are coming up, and we've got more food weeks coming up, and all that kind of thing. So, and and make sure you give us a follow so you know what's going on around. And you can get find us on uh, Twitter at BB and Eats. You can get on our website at bbandeats.com, and we're on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. And where we find you at, Carrie? So first of all, I should have thanked you at the top of the show for filling in for Lee. Um, oh, yeah. la- last week on GBS, you are definitely the number one. You're you're, you're number one in the rotation for podcast mm-hmm. fill-in co-hosts now. Thank you. Mainly because your job permits. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pretty much. So, yeah. Well, so. you had, I listened to that immediately when it came out. I thought, 
you had a lot to add to the topics. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I thought you done a done a really good job. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was good. Uh, Honed your skills over here, and you take yeah. them when you get called up. Yeah, you take them to the big leagues, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there <laughs> Going you go. From AAA uh, here, back right? To the, the <laughs> on on GRLS at or on oh, GRLS <laughs> at Twitter yeah. on Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. Uh, I don't know. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon. We are on Google Play. We're on Spotify. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm